by Riverside. Sad fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad. And it's Super Bowl week, Westro Domus. And you actually called the Chiefs, so I know you're living in that. I, I just couldn't pull away from the pick of the 49ers. I rode with them all year long. And I, you know, you gotta stick with the horse that got us there. But you the gotta Ch- you gotta stick with the best quarterback in the game right now. I mean, that's that is such a valid way to pick games. It's just like, well, who's the best quarterback? Well, that's the team one win. Like it, it is. I, I wish I wish it wasn't. I wish there was uh, a way well, that I could add some parody to that statement, but there there's just not a way to. Uh, I mean, to we, be fair, it's like it's not that I wanted them to win. It's just that I really never want to see the 49ers ever win a Super Bowl in my living memory. The last time they won it was when I was six years old, and I wasn't watching football at that point, and I'd like to keep it that way. Yeah, I was six years old. Yes, I'd like to keep young. it that way. I I don't ever want to see them win because they're our biggest rivals and I freaking hate them. Uh, and I'm getting sick of the Chiefs, as I'm pretty sure I said last year. Yeah, when they beat the Eagles. Moms. Yeah, uh, but it's you can't deny that they're great. Do we have any rant in you now? Like this time from la- like last year, you had a huge rant about how it was well, yeah, because and you don't call that there. Yeah, because the refs just. That was such a good Super Bowl last year, and then the refs just killed it. But nothing. This, this one, year. this one, this one was exciting. Although I will, okay, it was pretty boring for three quarters. <laughs> the fourth quarter was pretty exciting, and overtime was also pretty exciting. Which apparently the 49ers don't know the overtime rules. Well, we'll go over that. Don't 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 jump into that pool too early. Let's let's try to chronological this for our audience. Our audience wasn't right. too happy with. With me joking around, put Super Bowl coverage to the end of last show. Well, I guess if we're going to start at the beginning, I feel like the 49ers kind of got the let raw me, end with the let injuries. Me set up, let me set up the show. Before I'm, you setting it up. I'm setting it up. <laughs> let me set up the show. All right, so in chronological order, Andy Reid gets run over by his own player. Dre Greenlaw goes down. Two field goal records uh, in like five minutes apart. Ice Spice learning what football is, according to Twitter. Uh, Usher performs. Chiefs win on a corn dog. So, uh, and then, and then of course, some other things. And before we get into that, why can't we in America have triumph without tragedy? Tragedy, pardon me. Why are we not allowed to go out and celebrate? Why are kids not allowed to go to a parade? Because in a state where they continue to allow things that should just not be allowed, and I'm I, I'm sorry, as somebody that used to do the stupid people with guns kill people stance. I'm over that stance. It's it's done. People can't control themselves. Humans are not able to control themselves with any benefit of anything. All right? There's no need for these weapons to be out in the streets. And there's no need for us to continue fighting about it. That's stupid. 22 shot in Kansas City today. At a parade. And yeah. 10 of them were kids. Yeah. And one dead as of right now. It's Three, it- three arrested. Like, why? Everyone's just trying to celebrate their freaking team winning the Super Bowl. And it makes us look pathetic as Americans. It really does. Because we, we can't control a problem that's very controllable. Yeah. It's, All right. It's sad. 
It, it is sad. And it's the last thing you expect to see. It's the last thing you want to see. I went to the parade when the Seahawks won, and that was the last thing on my mind. Like, I couldn't imagine if that happened at the parade I was at. It would, yeah. So, so look up where you can give uh, donations, whatever you can give to the families that are affected, affected and impacted by these uh, senseless acts of violence, and make sure that you're doing what you can, and, and appeal to your state senator, your Congress, whatever you want to do. Remember, we're in a voting year, and uh, T's and P's just don't get it done. They don't save lives. They don't pay for surgeries. They don't fix trauma that goes on for the rest of life. These people will never be able to go to a parade again from a mental health perspective and be normal. So do what you can, give what you can, understand where you can, at least at a minimum, give empathy. Like at a minimum, give empathy at this point. Enough arguing about your side. Shut up because your kid wasn't shot. Uh, Now, on on to the kind of fun stuff. A geriatric gets attacked by his own uh, player happened. And I'm sitting here watching this. And I was when I first watched it, I was like, okay, if he wasn't a Hall of Fame superstar tight end, that's the end of his career right there. He's sitting right next to Kadarius. In the game. Yeah. yeah. He's he's sitting right next to Kadarius Tony at home watching the game on TV. <laughs> was Kadarius Tony even suited up? No, no, he wasn't at the game. <laughs> He, he was not at the game. I knew he wasn't starting, game. but I wasn't sure if he was, like, suited up or not. After that rant on Instagram Live about how he's not really injured when the team was trying to protect his ego and value, and he decides, no, I'm going to tell everyone I'm not hurt and I'm just a bad person. Like, yeah. What, what do you think you accomplished? You would have got, if you just shut up and been injured and had a baby and had the team supporting you having a baby and being injured... You could have gone to another team next year, tried to reinvent yourself. But no, there's no self-awareness with a lot of uh, folks like that are that talented, if that makes sense. And he is talented. He just he just makes knucklehead plays. No, he is. He's talented. He just can't catch. (laughs) That's kind of the whole talent part of being a wide receiver is catching. You got to hand him the ball, do Debo Samuel (laughs) stuff. Uh, but but Travis, back to the topic, Travis Kelsey literally rage-filled rant knocks over a 65-year-old man. Yo, and also, he didn't knock him all the way over. How about that balance by Andy Reid, right? How about that leg? He stayed up. <laughs> he stayed up. And it, it caught him off guard, but it caught all of us off guard to America, too, because I was like, did he just try to run over Andy Reid because he was out on a play where there was a fumble and it was a handoff? But I mean, he was he was mad. I get it. In the heat of the moment, things happen. I think both people said as much, but I think that's more of a cover up. What was your first impression of the Travis? Well, my first impression was like, man, he's heated, but I'm pretty sure he didn't mean to do that. And inside, he was like, shit, I screwed <laughs> up. He's like, I shouldn't have done that. I mean, all the and, memes that came out after were great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and it sounds like you know. I'm pretty sure they probably like talked about it afterwards. Just the cameras weren't on him. Yeah. You know, and I get it. It's the Super Bowl, and you're probably like one of the best players on the team. And you're mad that you're not on the field probably. during, yeah, during the play when there's a big <laughs> turnover. One of the best players. Yeah. Team. You're definitely <laughs> frustrated. Yeah. And like, I get it. You know, he's like, why the hell am I not on, on yeah. the field? And he just got a little carried away. And I think they're both, 
they're both grown ups. They've both been there. They understand that things get heated during a high pressure situation like that. And so they, they laughed it off and, you know, my favorite one. Yeah. Where's the meatloaf, no. mom? <laughs> right. There were a lot of people that were saying, oh, he should bench Kelsey right away. Yeah, right. I'm like, if they bench Kelsey, they don't win. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a that's a pretty steep drop off to Noah Gray as the backup tight end. Like yeah. that's a long way to go. As like we go from Travis Kelsey, first ballot Hall of Famer, to to Noah Gray. The Swifty fans don't even know who Noah Gray is. No. <laughs> and you don't want to piss off that beehive. Okay? You don't want to take out the only reason they're watching and, and have them all pissed off at Andy Reid. I don't think he I think that's really what stopped him. It wasn't that Travis Kelsey could have won him the game. It's like, oh man, if I bench Travis, I'm gonna have to hear from the Swifties. So right. he kept he, he kept <laughs> Travis in the game just for the Swifties. Uh. I I saw it and I was like, why don't why, why did this happen just now in the heat of the moment? Because it wasn't Andy Reid that fumbled the ball. It was Isaiah Pacheco. And when things like that happen, you go all the way back to, wait, Christian McCaffrey also fumbled the football at the very beginning. And you know yeah. what? George Kittle didn't knock over Kyle Shanahan, who's quite a bit younger than Andy Reid. <laughs> now, another player that really impacted this game got knocked over by his own body. Drake Greenlaw was having a great Super Bowl. He was great in coverage. He was great on the line of scrimmage. He was great playing the run versus the pass, and he tore his Achilles running onto the field. And, Wes, you said you got some secret audio. You were able to find the videos of the audio from every player. So they released the mic'd up. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny because Patrick is on the other side. He sees it, and he's like, 57's injured, 57's injured. He's like, like, we got lucky. And, uh, yeah, it's just frustrating because he's just jumping up and down on the field celebrating a good play. And then he just goes to step off and just snaps his Achilles, I guess. And uh, his, one of his teammates next to him was mic'd up and he sees him go down at the corner of his eye. And he's like, no, no. Like you see someone just go down running like that. You're like, well, crap, they're out. And, yeah, what did Kyle, say? Uh, uh, Kyle was like, did Dre just get injured running on the field into the headset? Like he was in disbelief. He's like, did that really happen? Yeah. It and sounds then, like everybody was pretty shocked. Yeah. Kittle was on the bench and he's like, did he just tear his AC or his Achilles? He's like, man, that's depressing. Yeah. Like, and it was a, that was, it was a, a huge, that was huge a huge loss. blow for them. Yeah. Huge loss. I was actually explaining to the person I was watching the game with, Hey, that guy went in, in the, when on the first series, when Drake Greenlaw was all over the field, I was like, he is one of the fastest linebackers in the NFL. That guy is incredibly quick for his position. And yeah. then I was explaining, like, hey, Fred Warner, that guy's probably the smartest player in the NFL right now. Not linebacker. He might be the smartest player in the NFL. Because I love Good. watching Fred Warner play middle linebacker. I think he's amazing. Um, but when that happened, I was like, well, this game just changed. Because now yeah. they can they can have so many underneath routes. Travis Kelsey now is going to have a little bit more freedom because Greenlaw was one of the people that was uh, st- stuffing him at the line. And that made a real impact on the game moving forward. But even though that happened, Wes, like you said, the first three quarters were kind of boring except for two record-breaking field goals (laughs) back-to-back. Yeah. Well, before we we move on to that, I just want to touch on another injury. Uh, Debo Samuel also got hurt, and he was out for... the shoulder blade, right? Yeah, I think like an entire drive or two. Yeah, Yeah, he came back in, but... 
That was an all yeah. year injury. He had been messing with that. I only know this because I have him on my fantasy team. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he had yeah, been messing but, uh, with that shoulder blade all year long. All year long, he was questionable due to that shoulder blade. And and John Feliciano got hurt too. He never came back. Starting uh, starting guard. Yeah, and I I didn't see any Chiefs guys get injured. Did you? No, not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. But Wes, I'm about to make you mad when we get to the second half. Uh, it's there's some stuff that happened that some people have found online, and it's things that you've complained about, and other fans have complained about the Chiefs all year long. So we will we will get back to that. But yeah, we had two record breaking field goals, and then we had the funny memes of Wes's favorite thing shown at any football game that the Chiefs are involved in: Taylor Swift's box seats. And we had Taylor Swift. So I played the drinking game. Every time you see or hear Taylor Swift on the broadcast, yeah. you take a drink. Anytime they talk about Brock Purdy being uh, Mr. Irrelevant or the last pick in the draft, you also take a drink. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> well, but also, I'm not sure if you noticed, but Taylor Swift was playing the same game too because they showed her on camera and she was with her friend. Uh, I can't Blake remember Lively. who it was. Yeah, Blake Lively. And they noticed, and like they smiled and pointed, and then they took a drink. Yeah. yeah so they yeah. were playing the same game as everyone. <laughs> that was a funny box. And what was funny to me, one, here's one thing that was funny to me was, it wasn't the Ice Spice game explain the pool. I'm, her brother is a good recruit for college football. So I, it was just funny that people were inferring that. Every video they go, it looks like somebody's talking to her and pointing to the field. But... uh <laughs> What was making me laugh, and if you were, you had to be paying close attention to this. In every video that they show Taylor Swift, it's a different dude that's near her. It's like a different guy, and I was like, look, like it's like each one of these guys is just trying to be seen on camera near Taylor Swift, and that's what was going yeah. through my head. I was like, I feel like they're trying to get like some Taylor shine on them because it was a different guy every time standing in the vicinity of Taylor Swift. And then the security guard tells him to get lost. Yeah. It's, it was just making me laugh because I was like, man, that's funny. Each every, It feels like to me in my own brain world that people are just trying to get famous by being in the vicinity of Taylor Swift. Right. But, uh, well, you know she's going to get shown on the Jumbotron, so. I, I will say those fits, those game day fits were dope from both Blake Lively and Taylor Swift. I thought, I thought they showed up to the game and it wasn't like over the top. I thought it was perfect for a football fan, personally, uh, what, what both of them showed up to the game in. But, I don't remember what they were wearing because I don't care. Because you were hammered. <laughs> the Seahawks were probably you were, you were hammered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Usher performed. You missed the performance. And I, 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 yeah, I, I saw the, I saw part of the performance with Lil John and Ludacris, but for the most part, I didn't really pay that much attention. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. I really did. I thought it was a great performance. I did not have my, like, if I was to make a wager on what will Usher open up with, it was not Caught Up. Did not expect Caught Up. I, I don't even see that as one of his best songs. And he opened with Caught Up, which threw me. I was like, all right, Caught Up. But I did nail the song he would close with. I was like, he's going to close with Yeah. He has to close with Yeah. Oh, yeah. And sure, oh, yeah, see? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, he did close with Yeah. But in the middle of this performance, we get Alicia Keys. And... Oh, I didn't, I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh, no. I wish that we didn't have a short show today because I need you to – I need you. I wish we had a longer show today, and I wish I'd heard that in the pregame 
I did not know in our pre-show that you didn't see that. You need to look up just that portion of the performance, Usher and Alicia Keys, okay? Watch okay. how handsy he gets in the, their little dance performance. Oh. And then look up Usher, Alicia Keys memes because they were hilarious. Like one of the one of the young ladies that works with me, she was like, that was really cringe, actually. I was like, was it though? And I was like, it's a dance performance. And she's like, no, he was handsy. She was like, he was he was touching all over her. And I was like, dude, Usher, you're 44. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, that was making me laugh. But the the memes about Swiss Beats, like uh, RG3 posted one, like, hey, yo, Swiss Beats and Usher have to fight, right? <laughs> like that's how that's how handsy Usher was with Alicia Keys. Damn. So, that was hilarious. So you got to watch that piece of the performance first so you get the context. And then right. go look up Usher, Alicia Keys memes, because they were so funny. All right. So anyway, after that, after that, there was something that happened in the game, Wes. And it was it was pretty key. And it's something you've been complaining about, that the Chiefs get all the calls. Nobody calls anything on the Chiefs, and the Chiefs get all the calls. And if you watch film, there's a lot of people showing film of what the offensive tackles of the Chiefs are doing to the two pass rushers, right? Chase Young and Nick Bosa of the 49ers. And essentially, they're bear-hugging them every single play, and nothing's getting called. And it appears like they realize the Chiefs or the referees were not going to call holding on them. Because in the first half, they were actually making a pretty solid impact on the game, both Nick Bosa and Chase Young. They were all over him. Yeah, Bosa was annoying. I said this is what I think is going to be the game because the Chiefs have a bad offensive line and the 49ers have a great defensive line. And Armstead was making great plays, right? He sacked he sacked Mahomes, what, twice in the game? I think so, yeah. So Former duck, by I, the way. I really thought that that, thank you, that that was going to be the difference in the game. And if you watch film, Wes, it'll piss you off. But I know you're like, eh, I believe it. The Chiefs get all the calls. They were They were literally holding them. But before we get to overtime also, why why did we not make enough about that muff punt? Like, we oh, did not make enough yeah. about that. I mean, are you talking about the one where it uh, nicked his ankle? It hits the guy's ankle, and then, and then oh boy. That's like a uh, freak McLeod, accident, man. What can you McLeod do? McLeod tried to get to the ball, but by the time he got there, the Chiefs were all over him. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't, like, I've seen a lot of stupid plays where it's like, why did you even try to, like, catch that? Yeah. But that one, it's like he was going to get out of the way, which was a smart thing to do. But it just like nicked the dude's ankle and he saw that and he he tried his best. But it's one of those freak, freak things where it's like, what can you do? And like a freak accident with the Chiefs way. Yeah. Yeah. But that really was the turning point in the game. If you think about oh, it, for sure. that led to the Chiefs first touchdown. Yeah. First touchdown. And then they took the lead. I and and with that, like everybody's on top of Brock Purdy for not scoring enough touchdowns. I thought Brock Purdy played pretty well, all things considered. The Chiefs have yeah, a really I'd good say defense. So too. I mean, he's not. He's never going to be able to compete with like Mahomes, but he's better than probably fifty percent of the quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks. I'd say. When you say compete with Mahomes, you mean you're never going to be scared of him at the end of the game. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not going to be like, oh shit, you know. Like with Mahomes, I expect him to go down and score that game-winning drive every time. Yeah, and he did. And yeah. he did. And you know why he was able to go down and score that game-winning touchdown? Because the 49ers didn't know the rules. They did not. <laughs> That's yeah, because they they went for it first, or they they said we're gonna we're gonna take the ball, and the 
the Chiefs were like, well, that's what they were like. Okay, we were gonna go second anyways, so because now we know what you guys are gonna do, and yeah. they only got the field goal, and they were able to take advantage of that because I think they went for fourth down on from what like their own thirty-five. It was like fourth and one. Then Mahomes scrambled for like ten yards. Yeah, I, I, I knew he was going to – I was like – as soon as they kicked the field goal, I was like, well, Chiefs are going to win. There's no yeah. doubt. Because you knew There's... you knew Patrick Holmes was going to go down and score. Yeah. There was not a doubt in your mind. No. I was like, he's going to pick him apart with Kelsey. He's going to pick apart the middle. Because it doesn't matter. Because it's not like if they hit zero, it's game over. No, it just goes to a second overtime. So I was like, they have all the time in the world. Well, Kelsey and Andy Reid is Andy Reid is just one of the better. He doesn't get enough shine, and he went to like five NFC championships in a row with the Eagles. Yeah, like it was insane. And he and he made Kyle or Kevin Cobb is it Kyle Cobb or Kevin Cobb? I can't even remember his name. Good Kevin Cobb is Kevin Cobb good for yeah. a season. Like he did some great things, and he's a great head coach. I really wanted the Raiders to sign him and not John Gruden, but I ended up with John Suck, and he ended up with. Uh, the Chiefs. the Chiefs, yeah, it was. Division. So yeah, he's uh, yeah, and the the play that they won with was the exact same play that they scored on the Eagles twice in the fourth quarter last year. Corn dog, that's yeah. what he calls it. Corn dog. Then he said he's like, yeah, we it was the same play as last year. Corn dog, but this year is corn dog with a little bit of mustard and ketchup. Yeah, and it's a flood play, so there's really it's a dead play if it doesn't go well, right? If you don't get the read or the defense or the look that you want it could be a dead play and then it's just wasted and nope, it works every time. Yeah, it does. It, now, I don't now know with how, but... Andy Reed being a good head coach, I do still think Kyle Shanahan's a good head coach, even though he forgot the overtime rules. I do. But one coach that suffered that I don't think should have suffered was Wilkes. How do you get yeah. your team all the way to the Super Bowl, have one of the best defenses all year long. And then like, is it a scapegoat thing? The only thing against him is he wasn't as good as D'Amico Ryan's last year. That's the only. That's the only know, thing man. you can say about him. His defense made like, to the Super Bowl, and D'Amico Ryan's didn't. Yeah, but I think part of last year was Purdy got hurt. Fair. Um, that's fair. But like stats wise, stats wise, San Francisco's defense was a little better last year. But it's like you're still comparing him to a really good defensive coach or whatever. This was like his first year with a team, and yeah. you're gonna can him. I was like. No, I was like, I've seen teams hold on to way worse coordinators for years. Yeah. Like, I I just feel like it was really short-sighted, and they might regret it. I think they I might think pick up some goes. crappy defensive coordinator. Yeah, scapegoat. I think it was, but, yeah, they needed someone to blame, so they blamed Steve Wilkes. They went to the Super <laughs> Bowl, though. Do you really need someone to blame? Yeah. I, I mean, no, Shanahan, yes. First of all, in business-wise, you know this, yes is always the answer. In business, it can never be your fault that something happens. You do always. 0-3 now. Yeah, you need in the Super to blame Bowl. someone. You need to, and he's given up leads in every single Super Bowl he's lost. So, yes. Always the, the bridesmaid. Always the bridesmaid. Yeah, the answer is yes. You need someone to blame. But I can't blame it on the boogie when it comes to the Kelsey after party. I've got to blame it on the al- 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 alcohol. Well, okay. Because first of all, can Jason I say Kelsey, how cringy was? Can I say how cringy Travis Kelsey was at the uh, the trophy ceremony when he tried to do 
when he was like singing Viva Las Vegas. I was like, dude, just shut up. And then they panned to Taylor and she was like, <laughs> she was like, I don't know this man. I'm not dating him. I mean, I, 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 I think only a few people know what a feeling like that feels like. Right, like yeah. to win that Super Bowl, to win that game. So I, I, I'm not gonna fault him ever. No, I'm not gonna fault him on that. So obviously, I mean, if you're paying attention, we're telling you the Chiefs won the game. Did you and see that never- Vegas was taking bets though on if Kelsey was gonna propose to Taylor if they won? I did not see that. I did not yeah. see that. <laughs> there was bets. There was like she's get like, and there was bets for like different times. Like he's gonna propose. Like he's not gonna propose, or he's gonna propose. Like at like on stage or he's going to propose on the field or in the tunnel. There's like, yeah, there's pop bets. Stupid. Uh, I was like, he's not going to do it. Well, his brother might have, he was that drunk. His brother was running around Las Vegas in a, what is it? A jumpsuit, a chief and a Ray Mysterio mask and a Ray Mysterio mask. And there's video of him, like almost falling into bushes as he's leaning over. And just like, it's uh somebody said, it looks like my NPC in the cutscene in Grand Theft Auto. Because there's video of all of them walking into a club, and it's like uh, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, the entourage all looking normal, and then following behind them, it's Jason Kelsey in like a onesie and a Bray Mysterio mask. And I was like, yes, it does absolutely look like your NPC in the cutscene for Grand Theft Auto walking behind everyone. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. And I, you know what? I think we should protect Jason Kelsey at all costs because he's I love just him. The- He's just the doing what everyone's thinking of doing. He's such a frat, bro. <laughs> uh, outside of that, uh, way too early Super Bowl predictions as we had the show, Wes. Do you think that they could three-peat? I think there's a good chance. But I think the more important part is, is Taylor going to do the halftime show next year? <laughs> Where is the Super Bowl next year? Uh, I don't know, actually. Oh, Oh, it's New Orleans, I think. Okay, she won't be touring, so maybe. I feel like now's out. the time. She's like, everyone, like, they got all of the Swifties watching football. Lock it so in. I feel like NFL, if they're smart, they'll capitalize on it, and they'll pay her a shit ton to do the halftime show next year. I mean, I'm definitely going to capitalize it in the subtext to this episode. Uh, anyway, we really appreciate you, Wes. Thank you for staying up late all the time for the Super Bowl season. Uh, next week, we're probably going to start digging into March Madness, the NBA, our Kraken, are back above 500. So we will talk about that. And as always, thank you for joining us. And we will see you next week. See, Hawks are going to win next fan. year. Winning it all. Sad Fan 12 and the Sad Fan Cast. That's my prediction. That's your prediction. That's a-